Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? Uh, cranky. You irritable, are a little cranky. Yeah. Tired. You know, just kind of, yeah, yeah. Do you have a, you have a, uh, did you have a, a mild case of IAS? I do not know what IAS Irritable is. Adrian Syndrome. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much, uh, pretty much my life story On the there. daily? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just a cranky old man. You yeah. are just a cranky old man, a aren't you? cranky fucking old man. That's what I am. Like, here's the, th- you want to hear, let me, let's. Yeah, let and the be, problem is, is I don't have the senility to go along with it. It would be nicer if you It did. would be nicer. Yeah. I would be nicer. Yeah. Here's how cranky Adrian is. Here's how cranky Adrian is, by the way, just so give the audience a little bit of a flavor into his crankiness. So there is a poker game that we're he's invited to. Sometimes it's on Saturday nights, and Adrian can't even be bothered to reply to the te- to the group texts that come in this game in order to have fun. So someone is inviting him to, in a social situation to have fun, and Adrian is irritated that somebody actually would take the time to send him a text. <laughs> <laughs> in a group no in, no no, no. In it's, a group it's not text. that it's not that what is it then it's not that i'm necessarily irritated that someone sent me a text i'm cool with that and i appreciate the invitation but i don't respond to group texts ever unless there's some very pressing reason for me to do so i got you yeah which is almost never i look the same complaint that you have about the poker group text my my family puts me in group texts and I don't respond. <laughs> you know, so it's not necessarily. It's look, it, my it, family members. If you try to message me and somebody else at the same time, then fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I text to me, and and again, you know, call me old fashioned, but you know, I look. I know all the cutting technology, cutting edge technology. I just hate most of it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm some boomer here. I get it. You are a boomer, though. Well, here's the thing. Text to me is for conveying small snippets of information. That's it. It's not for having a conversation. I don't want to see your fucking whole chain of emojis that you're sending me. I don't give a shit about your animated fucking GIFs. And they are GIFs. I don't care what the GIF crowd says. Fuck the GIF crowd. Fuck the GIF crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just, if I have something pertinent to conversation and most of the time I won't know if I have anything pertinent to conversation, cause I usually don't read them <laughs> as soon as I see it's a group text, I put it on ignore, you know, or mute or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do well with group text here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that if I wake up this morning and say, you know what? I feel like playing poker tonight. I can go hop, search for that text in my spam folder <laughs> and pull it up and say, hey, guys, I'm coming tonight. 
There you, you know, go. so so once I have pertinent information to convey, then then I will do it. You, you know? know, I think you take a very much of an Ayn Rand approach to it. <clears throat> How so? Just selfish bitch. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, you know, I, the thing is, I, no, is I, I don't really hate Ayn Rand or anything like that. I just think that sometimes if you listen to her talk, she's so like when you heard like interviews and stuff before where they'd ask her about. You know, like uh, helping other people. Not, we're not doing that shit. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. She she does seem like the kind of chick that uh, you know you give her a little more oral magic as, as a warm up, and she owes, and then she lights up cigarettes. Says like, I'm done with you now. Yeah, I don't need you anymore. Right? It's Get like, bitch. Uh, wait a second, my turn. Get out of here. She's like, no, I'm, I got good. mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like a dude. Yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> you think so? You think Anne Rand's sexual preference is like a dude? Then is what you're saying. I got to tell you, I'm looking in the show notes. I don't see that in the show notes. Totally <laughs> no, not in the show notes. But, you know, here's the thing. Like, how many texts do you get in the course of a day? Not as many as you'd think. Oh, really? No, I'm, I may get maybe 20. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I probably get considerably more. If you consider each individual conversation, I probably get dozens or hundreds every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, each time it triggers. Okay. Because that's the thing. I'm, I'm in so many of these 30, fucking group texts. I'm at texts. 35. That are, I'm at probably 30 a day if it triggers. Okay. If it, if on a trigger. But the only group text that I'm really in. Okay. So there's only a couple group texts that I'm in. One of them is the poker one. Right. One of them is like me, Kelly, and Danielle, which is not used a whole lot, but it's used sometimes. Right. And then every once in a while, I'll do like a, I'll do, a, I'll initiate a group text. But like, if I need two people to know, to talk to each other, I'll do that one. Like if I need like a customer and a and a and a and an employee to communicate like on a clean right. or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's for communicating bits of information. It's not for having a conversation. I will not under any circumstance I will not have a conversation during text. No, yeah, if, no, I, I if, don't if I have to text you a second time on something, I'm calling you. <laughs> if, you are a man if, after my if own heart. My answer to a text is is more than yes, no, or maybe. <laughs> yeah, expect a call from me. I'm, I, and the thing that drives me nuts is young people are the exact opposite way. Yes, it's like they're terrified of phone calls. Oh no, they're scared like, of them. I have gotten texts from people. Okay, literally, somebody just texted me. And I said, "Oh, that's a conversation. I can't. I, I can't. You know, if I can't do it in eight characters, I'm calling you." Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so. I call them and they, they don't answer the phone. Yeah. It's like, you just fucking texted me. Your phone is literally in your fucking hand. Yeah, you're looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> swipe, right. swipe, motherfucker. Just swipe. Like, and, and literally this conversation is only going to take about 18 seconds. Yeah. It's going to go quicker than I could have typed my response to you. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I totally I just, hear where you're going with yeah, this one. Yeah, I just don't get it. Well, look, hold on. This is the thing. So in the notes where I wrote that we're cultural dinosaurs. Right. Or dinos, because I didn't want to find, spell out dinosaur. Right. This is part of what I'm talking about, though. It, the first thing that I'm talking talk about is the, the, the people are afraid to actually talk to another human on the phone now that they want it done via text. Right. Right. And I don't understand I, that. Not at all. Because not, it's so much more difficult to convey information via text. But for them, the apprehension and the fear that they have of actually engaging in a communication with someone through their mouth is more than what they can do via text. I wonder why that is. I guess because they just grew up on on you know uh, on computers and tablets and laptops and phones, and that's just what they're used to. I, here's the thing: I don't understand it. I kind well, hold on. Let me just say this: 
sometimes it is easier to just send somebody something via a text. It is. Like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I do. I'll be there in 15 minutes. Boom. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. text. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, like, in that aspect, I don't mind doing it. Like, so what I did was, like, for, for my, on my phone, I have, you know, you have the favorites thing. But in the iPhone, you can, and you probably can do this on the Android, too. So, I'm not trying to sign. It's just an iPhone thing. But in there, you can decide what your favorite way of method of communication is with that person. Right. So, you can have a, a favorite where when you hit it, it just opens up for a text. Right. With most people, not with most people, but with some people in there, I have for the phone. So, like, for Adrian, it's call. Right. For Danielle, it's call. Even though Danielle doesn't like that. She'd rather have a text. But I, right. I got to talk to her. For almost everybody else in there, it's all text. Really? It's like I, do, I go text first. Especially for the people that work, with, that work for me. Right. Like, the younger people that work for me. Well, again, to me, it's, it's not a, it's just situationally. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. Do we need to have a conversation, or do we just need to, you know? Hey, is the thing done? Yes, it's done. Okay. If if that's the conversation we need to have, then text is fine. Do you but see what they're I'm so scared. Of, they're so scared of talking to people, though. Yeah. Like it really is one of those things where. But if we need, especially if there's any nuance to the conversation, yeah. or anything in depth technical, you know, I'm not going to sit there and type literally paragraphs. On text, and I see people do that. I mean, God, there's some people that I communicate with that literally will send me like a book. Yeah, and it's like, like you got to read War and Peace. Like you got to go on the show. You got to need a little shit. And you know, time you think they would have learned by Peace. now because it's like because hey, I call them. I said, Hey, I didn't read your text. Explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> TLDR. Call. Yeah. <laughs> what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've been told. Right. Is that I'm too intense on the phone. And that I that the people like to text me because of that. I don't think that's necessarily true. Oh, I think that's totally true. I, I I'm I, and I'm quite sure that's a lot of the reason that even my own family doesn't want to talk to me because I'm you know, we're, look, we're both intimidating people. You know, I'm a teddy bear. You are, dude. You're not. You are just now overcoming your anger issues. You know, well, you still got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, you're about halfway there. Um, I think I might have taken three. And steps me, back I'm this just week. such a fucking asshole. Well, you know, I that, mean, you know, yeah. it, right. So it's 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 understandable that people don't want to actually communicate with us verbally. Well, is, so is this one of those things where like the rest of society has succumbed to the pussification or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it, it really is, and and that is something I think that um, people are so afraid of con it's very strange it's like we went in two totally different directions you know what i'm saying people are very afraid of any type of conflict on a an actual personal level with in real situations but they seek out conflict on you know behind the screen stuff On on a tribal level yeah yeah, it's it's a, it's a strange dichotomy, but it, when you look at the young kids today, I think, oh God, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, you did. I know. You I, old I man, fucking sound you like old boomer. Get off my fucking lawn. Get off my lawn, you but little bugger. It is true. I I think that they are actually afraid of getting into any type of real personal, you know, direct interaction that is going to have any type of conflict in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do know what Because you're I don't think they're comfortable about being able to resolve conflicts without demonizing the other person. You know without what I'm saying? Without it being more than it could be. Like, right. there are times where... Yeah, it doesn't like, have to be, you're a sexist, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're engaging in microaggressions, you're oppressing me. It doesn't have to be anything that, like that. We just have a conflict. We need, you know, let's figure out how to work through it. 
Like when I was in the Marine Corps, I can remember one of these instances where like someone that was in charge of me, like made me do something because I got in trouble in doing something. Right. And then at the end of the day, you know, he didn't beat me up, but like, you know, I had to exert physical things because he made me exert physical things. Right. Right. And then at the end of the day, we went out and had a beer. Right. And I kind of, at the time, cause I was still, you know, young at the time I was like 19 right. years old yeah. and I was like, you still want to have a beer? He's like, look, man, that was that. This is this. Yeah, Let's just work. You know, it's just work. We yeah. got, <laughs> come on. I still, I still like you, you know, like let's go have a beer right? or something along those lines. Yeah. And the thing about it was, is that that at that point kind of, I don't want to say taught me, but it did kind of teach me that you got to have that separation. You can have, you can have that separation, right. but that is gone now. Yeah. That does seem that way. It's, it's like all conflict has to be hate based. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It's it, like, you no, can't just you get can, over it right now. You can disagree. You can have conflicts. You can even engage in, in very heated arguments, get in fights with people. And it's still not hatred. It's not, you know, it's not anything that is, you know, somehow some wrong. It's just, you know, that's I mean, conflict. Don't get it me wrong. I yeah. have been known to hold a grudge with people. Oh yeah. For an extended period of time. Yeah. Like I can think of a couple people right now that I don't, that I hold grudges with. You're terrible about it. Yeah. Yeah. Better now, but you know, I'm a lot better now. I'm a, I'm a, on that aspect. I'm a lot better now, even though there's still one that I have that I'm still holding a grudge with. Even though the person actually has divorced the woman that I that originally had the grudge with, so like I'm, I'm I I just I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't seen this person, but I think I'm going to see him in the next couple months. He's actually running for a local office, um, <laughs> and I'm going to vote in that election. And I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to vote for this person or not. Right? Because I think that actually he's not doing a bad job. That's the that's my dichotomy right now. Is I actually think he's doing a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm like, and I'm still gonna vote. So you know, I haven't I haven't given all that up just yet. Right. Um. Still, you know, still working on that. Well, that's very mature of you. <laughs> you know. So I haven't decided. Kind of. It might be. It's probably not mature though. It's probably not. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's one aspect in which the culture has really let you know have, has moved well past where we're at. Yeah. In, but it's it's not necessarily a good thing. I mean, it, that's. It's you, definitely not a good thing, but you can, I don't think it matters. Well, there, there seems to be a tendency with people who don't adapt to the new culture, like, you know, we're, we're pushing back on the new culture, that it's automatically the people who aren't adapting are the ones that are wrong. I, I think in some cases that's absolutely true. In other cases, it's the, the cultural changes are just stupid, you know? <laughs> so, okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But at the same time, this is where... Okay, this is where I view democracy as where it should be. Hmm. Because nobody's forcing you necessarily to do it via text. Oh, no, of course However, through voluntary association, people are less likely to communicate with you if you're not using what the overall cultural norm is now to use. No, that's not true. I've tried and people still try to communicate with me. <laughs> no matter what I do, these fuckers only just if they have still to. try only to if they communicate have to. with me. Only if they have to. Seems like they have to a lot. Yeah, but but they're doing it in the methods that you don't like. Right. Just to fuck with me. 
Well, I don't think they're doing it just <laughs> the to fuck with you. The entire world is just fucking with me. Well, remember, it's I'm the concerned. AI simulate. It's the it AI is. simulation, it, it, right. and you're the only one real. I know. I I'm know. not even real. In like the Truman Show, I'm the other guy in the Truman Show that was there to keep you in line. Yes. Yes, I think you are. In fact, I think you're- I've gotten three Oscars so far because of this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a well-regarded actor. You in are the, actually uh, in the simulation. AI. Yeah, I'm. I'm a well-regarded actor in the. I'm like. I'm like a Robert De Niro wow. in the AI. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Just, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, just don't, you don't even understand the caliber of AI I am, motherfucker. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I'm real fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the season premiere of Earth. <laughs> no, it's, it's called, no, it's called Wiley. A uh, Wiley, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, an existence of an asshole. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what happens when I die? I mean, um, oh my God, can I never die? Well, I mean, you've been close a couple times, but <sighs> luckily we have that, that yeah. men in black thing to erase your memory. <laughs> so right. you don't remember those things. Can I watch the rerun sometime? Well, well, yeah, you actually won governor once. Oh, nice. Yeah, but nice. then they shot you right away. So oh, to, yeah, well, that probably happened. But what happened was you survived the shot, but mm-hmm. what we had to do is we had to bring it back. We had to like, well, just take him back so he loses. Right, right. Smart move. It was no. It was. It made that was a good season. A well-rated season, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, which sweeps weeks that week? Oh, or that year? Whew. Well, we we cleaned house. Well, a lot it, of different people got actors. If got, I got had one, uh, your wife got a humanitarian award. Oh wow! Outstanding. Yeah. An yeah. AI humanitarian award, which is really weird. <laughs> She's by the an way. AI too. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Uh, no, nah, I had my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, because if I had one governor, I would have definitely seceded from the union. Yes, yes. You know, Florida That's would what be, they were scared of because it would right. mess, up the, it However, mess up the simulation. Now that appears to be gaining popularity in a, a new poll. Roughly one-third of Americans now support breaking the country into geographic segments. Southeast, West, Mountain, Northeast, and Heartland. I, I love the idea. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Like, here's the thing. Like, it's almost like, okay, so with the European, with, with in Europe, all those little countries are right. basically the size of states. Right. Yeah. And that they got together for the European Union. Bad idea. Well, no, no. I understand it's a bad idea. However, if you're looking at it, it was the states getting together to form a union so that they could trade. I mean. Right. The, the, surface, the surface view of it is that. Right. We they basically did what we did in you know uh, two hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we took our states and then got all together and then just became one country. Right. And then you know with all the civil wars and stuff like that, but breaking it all apart now would probably end up being the best thing that we could possibly do. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how. Okay, now they are saying doing it in regions. I think that's too big. I think that's. Too I big. think it would rather be states. I'm a little more in favor of breaking it up into about 318 million uh, different subdivisions. You know? <laughs> I think that would be the, the perfect amount. 318 you know? million subdivisions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So everybody has their own. Everybody's got their own country. Yeah, yeah. basically you are your own country. I got you. Yeah. So completely sovereign over that yourself. Over that part. That's it. What do you yeah. think the possibility of that is happening? Um, I don't know. Hold on. Let me ask. I'm going to ask the question two ways. If global warming happens or uh, maybe a pandemic, you know, we uh, have a major crisis. I think it could happen. So I'm rooting for both. Okay. So there's the easy way and the hard way. So the easy way would be is that we would actually vote to have it done. And no, no, that would definitely be the hard way. Well, easy way is like giant meteor. 
um, you know, a dead rising from the grave. Okay, what I mean by what I, okay, what I mean by easy vice, that would be the easy way. What I mean by easy versus hard is one would involve a lot of death and destruction to cause it to happen. The other one would be that the death and destruction wouldn't happen; that it would happen peacefully. That's oh. what I mean by the two. Oh well, okay. So what you're saying is which would be the more fun way? Well, definitely, and I'm f- thinking definitely zombies is the more fun way. Okay, zombies would definitely be the funnest yeah. way. I'm zombies not that zombie absolutely would be the without question. Way. Yeah, because we would just have a bunch of not zombies to mention at the quicker. Border. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, that only takes what? What's it take? Two, three days? Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? Uh, yeah. Did you ever yeah. watch any seasons I, of it? Uh, yes, yes. I did watch the entire first season, but I think I kind of gave up not after long after the first after season. That. Maybe I watched a second. Wow, I, I went to at least yeah. five or six seasons, I think. <clears throat> I think I stopped I watching watch about anymore, the time though. they were living in the jail. Oh, I got you. Oh, so, you stopped the jail time? Yeah. Like, so you knew who the governor was then? No, 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 no. I, I, I never. I, I just from ads. Oh, I never actually ads. saw an episode. I always that. felt like he looked like Wilton Simpson. Mm, I don't know. I always felt like the governor was Wilton Simpson, which I actually was really happy with at the point when he was killed. Yeah, at least at the time. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Wilton Simpson is? Oh, wasn't he uh, Senator State, Wilton? Simpson? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah, the Senate Senator. president right yeah, now. Yeah, right. The one where I called his office to ask him to support a bill. He's like, "You're lucky we don't sue you." Hmm. Yeah. Nice guy. Um. No. Not really, but he's a buddy of mine. Yeah, nice yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a buddy. He sent me a text the other day. I ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember Wilton Simpson now. Uh, so yeah, for some reason I was thinking Jessica Simpson. You know. Oh yeah, that was a much better thought than Wilton. It is a much better thought than Wilton. Yeah. All right. So one thing you wrote in the show notes here to get on more personal stuff here is that you almost entered the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. I did. I did actually, which is so uncharacteristic for me. That I don't you know how almost they, did. I, yeah. Because you didn't. No, I didn't. And you normally don't. No, but let me tell so you. That what, is very characteristic though. Well, that is true. But they actually, you know, normally I just disregard it completely because I understand the odds and shit like that. And it's just not yeah, worth it. Because you can listen to math. But for whatever reason. I, you know, they caught me at a weak moment. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to investigate. <laughs> of course, I couldn't just sign up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start investigating <laughs> publishers to see what the fucking odds are and what the real catch is and all see this. See if Ed McMahon is, yeah. is trying to get see, you. See what kind of spam list. I don't know. What kind of spam list I'm going to get on and all that. So I started to do a little research and I find out that they're doing the, the $5,000 a week for life thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I'm researching and, and I, I find out that the first winner ever of this prize, and they've only done it like, you know, given this prize out like 10 times, was a guy by the name of John Wiley. <laughs> Same spelling as my last name, W-Y-L-L-I-E, which is a very rare spelling of the name. So I'm thinking, you know, fuck, just my luck. I'll enter this contest. I'll win the goddamn thing. And then there'll be an investigation because they think it's some type of, you know, insider collusion type. Because <laughs> two guys with such a rare name won the contest. So ultimately, that is what prevented me from entering the contest. That some dude named Wiley already won it. I got you. Yeah. So Ed McMahon, by the way, died 2009. Did he really? I didn't realize he's been dead for that Wow. Long. He has been so missed. <laughs> You're you know, correct, sir. Hang on a second. James Earl Jones is still alive. Is he? Did you know that? I didn't remember that. I thought for sure he was dead. And I watched Coming to America 2 the other night. Hold on. You watched Coming to America 2? Yeah. At the... Where? On Amazon Prime. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime now? Yeah, I flipped on Amazon Prime. It came right up. And it's like, hey, you want to watch this? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? You know, funny, James by Earl the way. Jones is alive, by the he way. He is alive. I thought for sure he was dead. And, and he's in this movie. And I'm, 
I'm watching. I'm like, holy shit! Are they are they doing CGI? Is like, this, is it a fake? A, is it a James Earl fake? Jones? Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. Is it the AI simulation? And I'm thinking, man, they pegged his voice. Whoever, and literally through half this movie, I'm thinking, this is absolutely astounding how well they did on the CGI of James, of the late James Earl Jones, and they got his voice perfect. And I'm saying all this to my wife, and she's like. You sure he's not still alive? I'm like, no, he's dead. <laughs> he's got to be dead. <laughs> well, it turns out there was an internet hoax years ago. Yeah. And it must just, for whatever reason, the hoax actually stuck in my mind. I didn't find out it was a hoax. I thought he was dead. <laughs> so, but anyway, good movie. Funny movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, it's a, it's a, it's a bullshit, nostalgic homage to the, you know, the 30 year old movie. And there was a lot of just, you know. Stupid duplicate shit and back references and stuff like that. But it was also funny. <laughs> yeah, but coming yeah. to America, the first one was funny. Right. It's not like they've, they haven't drove this franchise into the ground because this is only right. the they, second one. And yeah. it's been like, what, how many years? 20 years? Right. And the way they did it, it was like pure nostalgia. Just stupid story. The yeah. story was, you know. And but of course. You, hold on. Are you really going to watch Coming to America for the serious storyline? Well, the first one actually had a good storyline. This one had just a shit storyline. And, of course, they had to turn it into a women empowerment thing. You know, I, it, it, look, hey, man, it's 2021. You, you got to do that. You know, if you're not empowering some oppressed group, then you're fucking, you're not going to sell. I think we've <laughs> empowered women enough at this point. You know, I, th I don't know when they were ever not empowered. I see more chicks on motorcycles than dudes. Hmm? I think we've, I think we've hit the, I think we've hit the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you well, notice that, by the way? I have noticed that quite a bit. Yeah. There's a lot of, um motorcycle uh there's a lot of a lot of babes on bikes you know a lot I'm of that actually, going on. you know what the funny thing is i'm actually attracted to strong women uh that makes you gay is it i think so well, yeah yeah I, I saw a uh, internet meme uh one of those well if it's an internet meme then it's true because you know it, i'm worth 10 million dollars well, right we know every yeah, time the, i talk to my internet. mom by the way she keeps asking me where my money is <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit wait wait she actually like hey Where's my money? Hey, can I borrow $15,000? <laughs> she called me up. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm driving down the road. I'm driving down the road and my mom calls. Right. And she's like, hey, or maybe I called her. I don't know. I don't remember which one, but she's like, hey, by the way, can I borrow $15,000? Right. And I'm like. And when your mom calls, you ask to borrow $15,000. She's like, what's wrong? What do you need? Yeah, what's I'm like, what's what going you, on? What are you talking about, mom? Right. Like, 15,000 bucks. Right. It's a lot of money. They, well, and then she starts laughing. Right. And I'm like, what are you? <laughs> then I'm like, what are you laughing about? She's like, you know, you're your millions of dollars. And then finally I figured it out. And I'm, on, like, huh? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, right, mom. And then she called again, making that joke again. I'm like, I looked all over the house, man. I looked at my boxes. I can't find I can't find the millions anywhere. It's got to be around find it, I'll let you know. Yeah, it's got to be around somewhere. It was, you know what the funny thing is? So before my dad died, my dad had said to my mom and me that there is $5,000 cash in the garage somewhere in the house. Right? <laughs> We've never found this money. Right. It's never been there. It's not there. I think he was full of shit. <laughs> he sent you on an Easter egg hunt. But at the same time, Snipe he hunt, may really. not he may not be full of shit. Right. We've cuz that room, that garage now looks just about exactly the same as it looked yeah, when Yeah, you he really died. haven't done anything, huh? Well, it's not my house to do anything with. Right. And I still. have asked my mom if she wanted to do something with it, and I think part of her wants to do something with it. But the other part of her, I don't think, does want to do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, you know, all it's, the tools are still there. It's a reminder of him, yeah. And, yeah. and it's still there and stuff. And, like, you know, every once in a while, like, I, you know, I still, miss, like, I miss my dad. And I miss, like, I miss, like, 
I would love to see what the reaction is to what's going on right now. Right. Like, I would love to see what his reaction would be. I think it would be very funny. Like, it would yeah, be I humorous. can see that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I think. I like your dad. Yeah, he was great. No, he was a good guy. Yeah. But. I just think it would be pretty funny to watch this, though. Right. You know, but, you know, we'll have to, again, we don't get that because, you know, he's dead. Right. But it would be funny to to see his reaction <laughs> to all this shit five going grand <laughs> hidden somewhere. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't. And he just said that to, you know, thinking you guys send you guys on an Easter egg hunt. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But at the same time, though, like we've looked. Right. <laughs> like we haven't done, I, I haven't done like the search that I want to do. Right. Because the search that I want to do is actually to take everything out of the garage. Right. And, and then, then put it back. Well, not even, but to go through it and actually to get rid of some of the stuff that needs to get rid of. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then, and then, cause there's some stuff in there that just duplicates and triplicates of some tools and stuff that we'll never use. So like right. nobody in the house is using that shit. But, you know, I would like to, I'd like to go through it though, just because the, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> be a nice little bonus. Because he does see, he did seem when he said it that he was serious. He's right. Like, you got to find the $5,000 in the garage. I'm, to know? I'm totally going to do that when I'm on my deathbed. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? I'm going to make up shit and just send <laughs> my entire family on these fucking snipe hunts. That will, because if there is an afterlife and I get to look down, I would be looking down and laughing my ass off. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom doesn't get rid of anything, boy. I'm telling right. you, man. She's got stuff in there from, look, there's a TV in that house from like 30 years ago. Really? Oh, yeah. That's still working. Still working, by the way. Still working. Big old glass screen. Oh, yeah. B a big, huge, heavy one, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, right. TVs that old are just huge and heavy. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's a real big one. So. Yeah. Got to carry it from the front and lean, lean back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. This, I wouldn't. Here's the thing: that one's not getting moved by me. I'm telling you right now. Oh, really? I'm moving that shit. She stuck a lot of videotapes in the house too, by the way, like yeah. v, v, VHS tapes. I gotta do that. You know, I actually God, when we did this remodel, I came across an eight millimeter camera that you know it was a shark. It had to be 25 years old, and I'm like, you know what? I have not used this thing in 25 years. It's ancient technology. I'm just gonna toss it. Mm -hmm. okay. So I toss it. Um, and, uh, then of course I came across an entire stack of eight millimeter tapes oh. that I have no way to play. You got to send them to that one thing. There's a things yeah. you can send them to. Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly sure everything that's on there. So I don't know what to do that. I mean, I know there's like a whole lot of, you know, baby's first step. Like, what do you got a snuff film in that motherfucker? Well, probably not a snuff film, but you know, I, I'm not sure the wife and I didn't set it up in the bedroom once or twice. Oh, you should totally do that then. I don't want, you know, fucking, you know, next thing you know, it's like I'm, I'm surfing porn and looking at my own sex tape. Nice. Yeah. You know how fun that would be? <laughs> you know, maybe. I just wanted to see what kind of rating I was getting. Well, if I if, if I have that, I because it's twenty five years old though. I mean, like you might have, you might have been a good player then back I'm in the day. Page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finally figured out what the OnlyFans page is thing all about. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all porn. Oh, it's all porn. OnlyFans is not maybe just porn, but it's all like naked pictures and stuff. Oh, really? The whole thing is. Oh, I thought it was like, like I said this. I talked about this with the family on the at the house, right. and I said about the OnlyFans page. I'm like, well, I'm thinking about making one. And they all looked at me and started laughing. Right. And I'm like, what are you laughing about? And they're like, well, you don't understand what OnlyFans page is. And I'm well, like... It's funny that your entire family knows what it is, and you don't. Well, it, 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 that was another thing, but, yeah. you know... I mean, that's not necessarily dinosaur. That sounds like your whole family's checking out porn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to go back to OnlyFans now. Did, did you find the uh, the one? Who no. Was, you still never found her. No, never did. They might have. Yeah. She might have taken herself down. She might have. Yeah, but I for 150 grand a month, I don't think I'd be doing that. You know. But taking it down? Yeah. Oh, I definitely wouldn't take it down for 150 grand a month. I gotta tell you, if I thought I was gonna get 150 grand a month to do something like that, I'd fucking do it all the time. Oh hell yeah. I you take you'd be seeing my you'd be seeing a lot of porn for me on that thing. Right. I would definitely do that part. Fuck that. Yeah. That's worth some. I mean, that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, no shit. Like we're lucky to get 35 subscribers on pay or t- t- 40 subscribers on Patreon for Pete's sake. <laughs> yeah. what, what do we make? 60 bucks a week each. It's not even. Not even. <laughs> no, it's like 60 bucks a month each. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. We're... Well, we ain't doing it for the money. We're doing it because we like doing it. Speak your fucking self. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not doing it for the money, but it would be really nice. To be able to do it for the month. Yeah, and if you want to go to patreon.com slash unintended baggage, you get the coin because the coin's coming in at the end of the month. Oh, that's right. They are being made. They're being struck as we spoke, as we speak right now, and they will be in at the end of the month. So that's always a good time. Hey, speaking of making money, I actually turned down a big money-making opportunity this week. All right, what is it? All right. Um, I actually had someone reach out to me, and this is uh, actually a, um, well, an attorney client of mine reached out to me. They have a client that is a software developer uh, in uh, Eastern Europe. And they're trying to get to the US because they need to come in and do software integration uh, for the products that they offer uh, for a lot of US sources. And uh, some of these are US government agencies and things like that. Well, immigration is giving them a hard time because they say, well, you're not really offering any value. It's, you know, the US companies and the US agencies, they can integrate the software themselves. And they're saying, well, no, our technology is, you know, what we do is, is uh, you know, difficult. There's proprietary software involved. There's proprietary software, and, and they don't have the technical expertise to do this, only we do. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to bring me in kind of as a um, expert testimony uh, to testify on their behalf, and I had to turn it down. Why? Even though this was exceptionally lucrative. Why? Well, because the product is... They provide software that uses AI to identify vehicles and tags and faces and automated. Oh, Jesus Christ. Law enforcement. Oh. Ticketing and tag identification and all this shit. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just cannot, uh, you know, in good conscience, help in any way, shape, or form bring this technology to the U.S. No, I won't do it. No. So it was probably going to be a it's going to be a pretty lucrative gig. Like six figure kind of lucrative? Oh no, not that lucrative. I would definitely definitely sell out my uh, my principles for that. Hold on. Was there a number was there a number that they could have given to you that you would have done it with? There's always a number. There's always a number that I I of course there is, but they would never pay that number. Okay. I look, the number the number for me to surrender my principles is the number it would take to buy myself my own island where I never had to deal with anyone ever again. That's my number. Okay. If ever wondering what it would take for me to totally sell out, that's it. If I can buy a fucking island and a yacht and, you know, enough armed guys to keep everyone else out, that's my number. That's your number. That's where you're at, huh? exactly what it is. But I'm that's a big sure, number. I'm pretty sure it has at least, yeah, I'm going to say seven zeros. Yeah, probably eight zeros. Might, might be pushing eight zeros, yeah. 
Might be the high seven zero number. And I'm pretty sure that for that kind of money, they can find another expert to testify that their skills are needed here in the U.S. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know. So what did you think about when you when you like when did you get to see any of it? Well, initially it was you know I only heard heard the you know and again I'm not using any names. Of well, of course not. Um, so I only knew the name of the company and you know just a, a basic. They need someone that can you know vouch someone with technical expertise and background to vouch for their technical expertise and why it was necessary to bring them to the U.S. And I said, all right, well, let me look into it, and you know, I'll uh, I'll let you know. And as soon as I saw what they did, it's like, no, no. <laughs> can't do that. No. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. No. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's coming though. It's coming though. It's coming. It's totally coming. Like you're not even gonna stop here. it. It's already here. I mean, they're already doing license plate identification. And again, in my book, which you didn't read, um, there is a significant amount of time that uh, I spend talking about how to avoid all these systems. Yeah. You know, and the, and the tricks and, how, and what the the protagonists in my book had to go through to avoid the license tag scares. Yeah. To avoid all these systems, you know. There's no way in hell I'm going to, you know, help. Put it together. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Because they're already here, though. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're more and more coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And, you know, you're going to have zero anonymity uh, even, you know, outside your home. And obviously within your home, you have no anonymity. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's your house. Uh, pretty much they know that you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to do anything to help that. But, yeah, turn down uh, turn down money for uh, for principal reasons. Good for you, buddy. Uh, don't, don't, pat, don't pat me on the back too hard. It was only because it wasn't going to be enough money. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot more money. I would, you know, no problem. I have a, I have a price, just like everybody. Everyone does have a price at the end of the day. Okay. You, you may have noticed that there was a, <laughs> a dramatic uh, decline in audio quality uh, for uh, the past, uh, you know, seven minutes of the show or, or something like that. I actually hit the mute button on my mic. <laughs> so stupid. I hit the cough button to, to cough, and I thought I hit it to turn it back on when I was done, but I apparently didn't hit it. So my mic was on mute. Um, yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> totally my fault. Uh, actually, no, I blame the audience. I blame How are the you o- going to blame the audience for this? Here's why. Because all these fucking freeloaders that are listening right now and not paying us means that we can't hire a board op. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold so on it's, a second. It's these fucking you freeloaders. You would still control the cough button even if you had a board op. But the board op would notice that I hadn't. Turned it back on. Oh, okay, well that part is true. Yeah, actually, so okay, maybe it is. The, maybe it is their fault. <laughs> well, see, actually, and if we had a real cough button, the the cough button you only hold it in to mute your mic as soon as you let it go. Oh, that's right. true. See, that's true. this particular button. Yeah, I turn it on, and you can you can still hear me in your headphones, but the audience can't. They hear me real no low volume, and that's because it clicks on. And basically, that whole time where my audio sounds really messed up. That's just hearing it. You were hearing the ambient noise from the room through Alex's mic. But the very interesting part about this, and this is funny, I tell Alex all the time, dude, I can hear you chewing on ice. Dude, I can hear you smacking your lips. Dude, I can hear you rubbing your beard. Yeah, dude, I can hear you popping your knuckles. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, no, dude, you can't hear that. You can't hear that. When you listen to me through that segment, 
<laughs> literally it's constantly peppered with all those sounds in it. So I finally get to prove to Alex that yeah, you can you can absolutely only hear because all you had to manipulate it because of your own mistake though. Well, I had to amplify my voice because you yeah, through was on, my mic. Well, yeah. I, granted, it was uh, it was the audience's mistake uh, that caused that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a patreon.com slash unintended baggage <laughs> right. if, if, if you don't want to keep fucking up like this audience all you got to do is pay us <laughs> so stupid yeah what the hell is wrong with you people people <laughs> you people can't figure out the quality of audio on the show to get it working right I know you, what? you know what Adrian way to defer the blame I, you like that? You know, in the I'm beginning, I actually that. thought you were going to admit you made a mistake and then realize that you turned it on the audience. Oh, my God. You know I'm way too narcissistic for that. Well, that's true. Right. I, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> well, when I heard you talking, I'm like, why wow, is he really going to no, admit I, that he I, just I, made a mistake I, himself? I, I totally fucked up. <laughs> <I> totally, <laughs> there's no getting around that one. I'm just glad that it wasn't the and you entire know the, show. The funny thing is. Because we would have never been able to recreate that. Oh, I know. Because when, when you first said it, I'm like, oh, no, come I, on. Yeah, I thought my, mute, my mic was muted the whole time. But yeah, yeah. it turns out it was only because I'm like we're thirty something. from when I hit the cough button. Like how long are we in right now? I, I like know. we're forty minutes in. We're like I oh know. shit! It's like I can't fix that much. You know? All right, and it was touch and go to begin with. So yeah. All right, so let's get back. Let's get back to the show. Where the though. fuck were we? Uh, I tell you exactly where we were. Fourteen hundred dollars. We were talking about the bill that was passing Congress and some some things that I thought were interesting, maddening, all that kind of stuff. All right, let's hear it. So the first thing is is that they called that the reading of the bill a delay tactic by the Republicans. Right. Now, okay, here's the thing. I guess in some weird kind of way, there's some truth to that. However, shouldn't you read all the bills anyway? Oh, fuck no. Yes, you should. No. Yeah, yes, you should. No, no need to read them. Well, okay, at this point... You gotta pass them to find out what's in well, them. You gotta pass them to find out what's in them. That's yeah. true. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate You're that welcome. information, Nancy. Yeah. However... I find the whole, like, the media has been reporting on this, the delay tactics of the Republicans by making them read the 6,000-page bill. I, you know, I'm more interested, fuck, fuck the politicians reading it, because here's the thing. It's not like, even if somebody is, like, a delay, use it, it is a delay tactic. That's really the honest part. Yeah, but it's sad that that's considered a delay tactic. It should always happen. Well, the, really, everyone should dig deeper and be asking who the fuck actually wrote 6,000 pages. <laughs> Do you have any idea how long it takes to write 6,000 pages? It takes an army of fucking people a really long time. So I guarantee you that not only did nobody in that room listen to the entire reading of the bill. No. Nobody read the bill. No. Okay, because that's the other thing. You can't read 6,000 pages in any reasonable amount of time. I don't care how... It took them a long time to read it. They, they did, did they read the entire bill? Yeah. How, how long did it take? Uh, like a day. 6,000 pages? They read uh, 6,000 pages in a day? Yeah. I mean, damn, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually shocked by that. I mean, Even, they were switching out people. It wasn't like one yeah, person read the whole thing. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. But the point is, is the, the question we should all be asking ourselves is whether or not, not whether this is a delay tactic or not, but who the fuck wrote it? You know, but it, actually, I'm, I'm reverting back to my old self. I really don't give a fuck as long as I get my cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was my cheese in there? That's all I want to know. 
Yeah. My, my cheese well, is in there? The $1,400 is in there. Okay. Not quite enough, but, you know. N- not enough, but right. there. And then here's the thing. Like, if you were just going to give everybody a check, then it would take, you know, five seconds to read it all. Because it'd right. be like, we're going to give all Americans $1,400. Yeah, Done. right. <laughs> What's on the other 5,999 pages? I, it, <laughs> nothing to do with COVID. Very little to do with COVID, actually. And right. more to do with giving, you know... Democrats are giving their preferred constituencies money, basically. Is what right, coming right which is what they always do. Now, did they get the uh, $15 minimum wage in there? No, they were not able on the Senate. That, hold on, that's another thing. So they weren't able to get the $15 minimum wage on the Senate side because the way that they're passing this budget is through uh, budget, or the way they're passing this is through budget reconciliation. Right. So they're, they're doing the workaround to sure. subvert democracy, yeah, by the that's, way. That's what they always do. No, 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 you're right. That is what they always do. However, they're claiming that the Republicans are subverting democracy because they're not using the loophole in order to get it pushed through. Totally. (laughs) Dude, here's the thing. Everything coming out of all of their mouths is so absurd that you might as well take it at face value. I guess. I I mean, seriously. That's the thing is it's not like... (laughs) I mean, There's I hate any, that I'm trying to re- continue to rationalize. Yeah, the yeah that, that's the thing. You can't even rationalize it. Just, just fucking go with it and cash your check, dude. I mean, at the you end know, of the day, and hope for more. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I wish they would make it a hundred dollars an hour minimum wage. You know what I'm saying? Fucking a. You know, let's uh, let's milk this fucking gravy train for all it's worth until the Walking Dead show up. You know who the most powerful senator is right now, by the way? Uh, that kind of hot blonde uh, Democrat chick. Oh, Kristen Cinema. Yeah, yeah. No, but I wish he was. Yeah. Um, actually, it is Ralph Manchin, I think is his name. The guy from West Virginia. Ralph Macchio? No not Ralph shit. Ralph Manchin, not Ralph Cobra, Macchio. From- Cobra fucking Kai <laughs> kick their asses. Fucking Ralph's going to go all crane on you motherfuckers. No, it wasn't that guy. It was the senator from West Virginia who's considered a moderate Democrat. Yeah. That they have to they have to appease him. They did one thing where instead of doing four hundred dollar unemployment checks, they're doing three hundred dollar unemployment checks. Really? Yeah. Oh well, fuck that. But that's a problem because see- a lot of people, you know, here's the thing. That seriously, that is going to be a problem uh, because a lot of those people who were getting the six hundred dollar uh, checks and now are only going to get the three hundred additional, um, you know, un- unemployment. They might have to go back to work. <laughs> I, that is seriously. Let's hope and we so. don't fucking want that. Let's hope so. <laughs> Look, there isn't a small business right now that isn't trying to hire people. Oh, I know. They're I know. All everywhere. Trying. And you know why? Because the everybody's getting six hundred dollars a week. Three hundred dollars fucking to sit on checks. your fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. If I could figure out a way to fire myself and collect unemployment, I would be collecting $600 a week right now. I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> Not without dissolving my corporation. <laughs> yeah. You should bring somebody in and then, and then and have them fire you. Well, then I'd have to pay them. Oh, maybe I can get someone to work for minimum wage as a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think it would make sense. You looking for a job? <laughs> You want to, I'll fire you. I will pay you seven twenty five an hour to just to fire be the you. CEO of my corporation and fire me. Okay, bet. Yeah. I'll do that all day long. Yeah, I'll for totally for, for for uh, and it has to be for no cause either. For no cause. For no cause. Well, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, I, I can't be responsible for being fired. No, I, I don't want you to fire me. I want you to lay me off 
Furlough. We'll furlough. You're going to furlough me? Furlough, yeah, furlough me. Yes. Okay, I can yeah. furlough you. I can do that. Now, I'll still actually need to work to keep the corporation running, but I'll just do that as volunteer. Now, are you going to do that under the table then? Uh, no, of course not. I would never do anything to cheat the government. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would, Adrian. I know exactly what not. you're talking about. But yeah, it's a fucking A, man. Like, so they're only doing three hundred dollars a week. Yeah, three hundred dollars a week unemployment. And no, no, enhanced unemployment checks. These are in addition. This is in addition to, to your normal, whatever right. you would normally your state get for unemployment. Gives you, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't that much, but uh, it, yeah, it's it's not. It's like you know, in, in Florida, it's probably only a little. Uh, I think it's like sixty percent of your normal paycheck, something like that. Yeah. It's I, so, but still, if if you take your normal paycheck and then add six hundred dollars a a week to it, that's you know sixty percent of your normal paycheck plus six hundred dollars. I'm going to say the average person is going to do eh, pretty decent on that. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm the, saying? The thing about it is, is that they are. And at this point, I can't say anything other than purposely. They are purposely trying to destroy small businesses. They are purposely trying to destroy the economy with, with bills like this. They are, they really are. They're trying to create total command and control. This was your reset. You talked about like a year and a half ago. What do you mean? The reset. Remember the global economic reset? Yeah. This was it. You know what I'm saying? Really, that's that's what has happened. I mean, and we have taken a very big step towards um, a much more uh, socialist um, concept. I mean, because here's the thing is, is a few years back, no one would have tolerated this. No one would have tolerated just, yeah, we're just going to take $8 trillion, print it out of thin air and start writing everybody checks. Yeah. Today... Most of America is on on board with it, myself included, but for totally different reasons than the rest well, of yeah, America. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you're well, on hang a- on. I do have the selfish reasons because I do like getting checks, but also because I think this is a good thing because it's it's going to collapse the system sooner. You That's know? true. It is going to collapse the system sooner, and right. that is the. I'm starting to embrace that more now. And there's nothing than else I was. you can do. You're right, because there is nothing else you can do. And because nobody cares. No. Like, very few people care about the system basically collapsing. Right. There are people talking about it, but most of the people that are talking about it now that you see on TV talking about it were silent when Trump was doing it. Right. And he was doing basically the same thing. Oh, exactly the same fucking thing. The Dems put the, look, the Dems put the foot on the gas. But that's the only difference is that Trump was at okay. 85 miles an hour and the, the Dems went to 100. The first $1,200 check and the second $600 check that you got came with a letter, a personalized letter from Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, don't what forget a marketing that. marketing genius, by the way. Right, exactly. No, you, know, you know, he's, he's he, he put a letter in those fucking checks to tell you how great he was. Yeah. So you folks now that are bitching about Biden doing it and, and weren't bitching about Trump yeah, doing and all it, mad about it. Fuck go off. fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, because you're yourself. just a, you're a hypocrite. Go spend the money like everybody else is going to go spend the money. Right. Fuck. Yeah. Or here's the thing. If you if you well, I'm buying Bitcoin with mine. Well, as you should, as you should <laughs> yeah. at this point. I mean, it, like, I can't believe that they're I, I hate. I, I say that I can't believe that they're doing it, but I guess I totally understand that. Yeah, doing yeah. It. It, it, look, it, we're we're. I think permanent checks are coming. We're five years away from UBI. Maybe not even five. They might. You know, it's happening quicker than that. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're three years away from UBI. Yeah, maybe three. I think yeah. the next presidential unless they campaign, can manufacture another crisis. I think the next presidential campaign is going to be whether or not UBI. Whether or not you're, they're going to run on UBI. Yeah. 
like it's it's going to be uh, Bernie versus Yang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and Yang's the Republican. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah, I, seriously, I, I, that's really how the the political parties have gotten at this point. I mean, you can't say anyone who is still sitting there saying, "Well, the Democrats, they're just socialists." <laughs> Guess what, folks? They're all there socialists. ain't a motherfucker up there on Capitol Hill that ain't a socialist at this point. I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, like Massey's not right. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't even know about that. Yeah, maybe. Who I, knows? I'm tired of all of them. Didn't he quit? No, not yet. Yeah, he's probably going to. I, I wouldn't blame him if he did. Like I, Amash, yeah, yeah, right. I wouldn't blame him. I didn't blame Amash for leaving. No, fuck no. Yeah. You know, why would you run? Here's the thing. Where's the... Con- Look, sure, there's a libertarian constituency, but they're not going to get you elected. No, never. The uh-huh. Democrats and the Republicans are the ones that are in charge that are getting people elected, and they really don't... It really is an argument over who's going to give you the bigger check now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, there's there's no change in it. It's just, you know, you roll with it. Yeah. So marshmallows. That's why marshmallows. Marshmallows. On the, it's on the coin. I'm telling you, we've been saying it now since, uh, well, shit, we've been saying it at least for a year and a half now since we've been doing this show. Mm-hmm. Coming on two years. We're, uh, what is it, March? I think we started in, yeah, in we're, June we're of 19, right July now, of 19. Right now like we're at episode, this is episode 86 right now. 86 we're on. Wow. Which I actually got from. Which we almost had to 86, episode 86, because well, yeah. I was a fucking moron. Yeah. Well, uh, the audience fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we actually got on, on, um, on, Pod, no, no, yeah, on Podbean, we got the 10,000 download thing. What does that mean? means that we've been downloaded 10,000 times on Podbean. Oh, nice. Nice. So we got that going for us. Which is nice. Which is nice. Which is nice. Nice. Gunga, it is fun watching gunga. the entire. It is fun. Gunga, wa- gunga galunga. Gunga. Gunga galunga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm guessing about a third of our audience got that reference. That's fine, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. With that. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to pull that. I'm, I imagine if that show was on Disney Plus, though, they'd pull it. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what they're pulling from Disney Plus, by the way? Um, I heard it was something really ridiculous. Um, it wasn't, you know, wasn't anything near song of the South level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, that they already pulled. Song oh, that of the was, South, yeah, that was pulled, you know, long time ago. All right. So let's go, with, which there's almost a fair argument for, you know, for that. But I think you show it as to, you know, it's, it's, it's history at that point. Yeah. Like what do you, right. You know, this is the thing, like, cause they're going to get they're They're, they're not pull. Okay. They didn't pull these. This is Peter Pan they, they, they've given a warning to. Dumbo they've given a warning to. And Swiss Family Robinson and the Aristocrats, or the Aristocats. Okay. Let me read to you, though, the reason for each one. I'd like to hear this. Dumbo. The crows and musical number pay homage to racist minstrel shows, or ministrel, M-I-N-S-T-R-E-L. Right. Or whatever that is. Where white performers with blackened faces and tattered clothing imitated and ridiculed enslaved Africans on southern plantations. The leader of the group in Dumbo is Jim Crow, which shares the name of laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. Right. It's a show about a fucking elephant (laughs) with big fucking ears. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I know. But having said that, yeah, the the crows and that, I kind of remember that, you know, I've seen a butterfly or whatever, but I ain't never seen no elephant fly. Yeah, you know, it's a little insensitive, but, it, you know, it's also 70 years ago. It's a fucking crow. It's right. not a black person. It's a crow. Nah, but, no, I get it, but it, it's clearly, and it's Jim Crow. 
I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's that's kind it's of funny. clearly a representative. You know, I mean, I'm not now, saying it's not, but funny. you don't know the intent of the writers. I mean, were they, you know, who knows? Very maybe, well could have been. maybe they were trying to point out the inequities that existed at the time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe they were just doing funny crows. Could be, you know, now. So Peter Pan, let's go down Peter Pan. Yeah. Peter Pan. I'm trying to think where, what could be racist in that or sexist? The or whatever. film portrays native people in a stereotypical manner that reflects neither the diversity of native peoples or their authentic culture, cultural traditions. It shows them speaking in an unintelligible language and repeatedly refers to them as redskins, an offensive term. Peter and the Lost Boys engage in dancing, wearing headdresses, and other exaggerated tropes. Hmm. So hold on. These guys were dancing in celebration of those things, not making fun of them. Uh, hmm. Hard to say. Come on. They were uh, doing it in a celebra- celebratory manner. They were not yeah, doing it to make fun it, of it's them. It's a little bit mocking, too. I mean, look, I, I think all this is utterly ridiculous but you can't i don't think you can totally sugarcoat it either you know what i'm saying it's okay so, the truth is somewhere in the middle here's but the thing it doesn't need a fucking disclaimer okay, so the Disney. first one the dumbo one i'll go with okay maybe that one maybe you could do that one but the peter pan one hope is not near that level now let's get now let's go to the swiss family fucking well, Robinson, second. by the way you know like when we were kids running around you know playing cowboys and indians we were stereotyping you know, uh, Native Americans and cowboys and cowboys and cops and robbers. <laughs> you know, I mean, we shouldn't be stereotyping any of those people. I don't no, think. it's not a problem to stereotype whatever. <laughs> the stereotype is there because there's truth to the stereotype. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's dude. You're I, I think I feel like we need a disclaimer on this show now. Oh, my God. Yeah. We got a disclaimer on this show. Huh? I think so, because. Well, wow, let's bring, dude, bring the disclaimer back then. That was so uh, just outwardly and, you know, inwardly, uh, uh, just uh, horrendously um, accurate. Label worthy. <laughs> All right, let's go to Swiss Family Inverse Robinson. Virtual let's go to Swiss yeah, let's, Family let's, Robinson. Let's see next. what was it. Didn't they have servants or something at some point in there? Maybe hold that on, was what on. was going we'll go. on. No, no, that's not the road they're going down. Though. Okay. The pirates who antagonize the Robinson family are portrayed as a stereotypical foreign menace. Many appear in yellow face or brown face and are consumed in an exaggerated and inaccurate manner with top knot hairstyles. Cues, robes, and overdone facial makeup and jewelry reinforcing their barbarism and other thinness. <laughs> wait, what? Wait a second. The wait. fuck <laughs> is that? Wait a second. I find it just hilarious that they used barbarism. Okay. Because it's a double entendre. For Barbary Coast Pirates. <laughs> you know? I mean, God, that just, that one is stupid. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the Crows and Dumbo, yeah, a little bit on. Yeah, a little bit stereotypical. Like you can there. almost see the point. I can making. almost see the point there. I don't think you go so far as a disclaimer, but, you, you know, I think people just have to realize that it was a long time yeah. ago. Uh, the, the Peter Pan one, not so much, but... Really, the fucking pirates, they're just, you know, well, they're generically foreign looking. They're fucking pirates. You know, uh, that one's stupid. Okay. That one's just totally stupid. Now, 
The Aristocats. Yeah, this one up. Yeah, because there weren't any humans in that, I don't think. The Siamese cat, Shun Gon, is depicted as a racist character of an East Asian peoples with exaggerated stereotypical traits, traits such as slanted eyes and buck teeth. He sings in poorly accented English voices by a white actor and plays the piano with chopsticks. Wow. Well, they should have got a real Asian cat to do it. I guess. <laughs> because it's a fucking cartoon of a you cat. fucking assholes of a cat of a cat we are Siamese if you please like come on you know what and here's the thing I feel like I'm not going to allow another ethnic group to get oppressed status so fuck the Asians I, I'm not going to let them have it sorry it's okay to stereotype you I don't care here's the thing I don't care about any of it. I don't care. It, it, like, well, I have a problem with uh, stereotyping Irish. <laughs> you know, that's what you I'm never, Irish. You that never, that's the thing, though. And this is why it's all bullshit. Because you never see that. Like, you never see, well, the Irish have been stereotyped in a really bad manner. Or <laughs> right. the Italians have been stereotyped in a really bad manner. So we need to get rid of the Sopranos and reruns because exactly. we can't have that happen. <laughs> exactly. You know? Isn't every mafia movie from Godfather to Goodfellas to the Sopranos uh, an Italian stereotype? Yeah. I mean, just no it's totally it's one. nothing but Italian stereotypes. Uh, Scarface yeah. should be banned. Cuban stereotypes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. It just That's the thing. Like... If you were going after everybody, right? I, I could at least see that you were being an honest, like you're being an honest, uh, you're caring in an honest manner, right? But you don't care in an honest manner. No, you don't, you don't. give a shit. Here's the thing: I actually consider like the Kamala Harris's and a lot, and some of the other people, they're the racists, like. I don't like racism no matter who portrays it. If you look at people off of skin color first and not their character first, no matter who you are, you're a racist. If you put people into groups, the way that these people are putting people into groups, you're racist. The content of the character, not the color of the skin. You know, I think there was a famous black guy that said that shit, and his name is Martin Luther King. And you know what? That was what equality is supposed to be. That was the aim that we were all getting to. But the people that are now, the, the, the you call them the race pimps or whatever you want to call them, the people like Jesse Jacksons and Al Sharptons of the world and the Kamala Harris's of the world, they view this as they want power. They don't even want power for their people. They want power for themselves. Because if you look at what happened to Barack Obama, when Barack Obama got into office, black people didn't do better. They weren't doing better. He wasn't creating policies to make it better for black people. He was doing policies to make it better for him and his friends. That's what he was doing. That's all he was doing. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Now, here's the thing. Donald Trump didn't give a fuck about you either. However, some of the policies that he did did help African-Americans more than Barack Obama did because what he did was he took a little bit and just a little bit of the foot off of the neck of this fucking economy and look at what the fuck happened. They, the Democrats had to fucking exaggerate a pandemic and tank the economy in order to win the next election. What I'm saying is none of these people give a fuck about you. So you need them to just get the fuck out of your way so you can take care of yourselves and each other because they're not going to do it. 
And every time that you're getting a little bit slipped away, they bring out shit like this of like, well, you're being oppressed by fucking Peter Pan and the Aristocats look, and look, fucking all this other shit. You you're, dumbasses. You're way off base here because I'm sure if, it, you really are. Because if Martin Luther King were alive today, he would be very concerned about Dumbo. <laughs> well, that's it for hour number one. Thanks for joining us, folks. We got so much that we didn't get to in the first hour. You got to go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, be a patron, and help us out. We'll see you on the other side.